This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, the video dead. There's probably a tagline, maybe. I don't think it came out in theaters. Probably not. Uh, I believe Hotlanta has sent us a message to read on the podcast. Chris, could you read that for us, please? Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, Troy is a good guy, and so is Chris. I regret deeply all the things I said about him and flatulence over the years. Sincerely, Hotlanta. Well, that's nice of him. Oh, that's sweet. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. And I'm Troy. And I guess you've probably all figured out by now that Hotlanta is not with us. Because he's like, I don't know, having a birthday or some shit. Yeah. I mean, I, we all have one. It's true. Like buttholes. Yeah. Birthdays are like buttholes. We all have one. And they all stink. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Mine aren't too bad. I don't. I never feel bad about getting older. I don't know why people are like that. I'm like, haha, survive another fucking year, assholes. <laughs> yeah, my aunt on my 40th birthday went like all in on it and had like coffins and fucking skulls and crossbones and shit. Like, you're over the That's hell awesome. and shit. And I was like, I've been wishing I was dead since I was 16. You think 40 bothers me at all? Like, it's all I've ever wanted. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like the, the, the big, like over the hill ones. We just, I just had a, um, I don't know. My 40th, I just had a cookout. My 35th, I had a martini and olive party, which was fun. Martinis just mixed up gross. a bunch of martinis and ate various kinds of olives stuffed with things. Martinis are gross. Oh, no, like a dirty gin martini is so good. I would like to have, I would have to like any of the constituent parts of a martini for me to get into a martini. <laughs> do you not like olive juice no not particularly oh, okay well then I can't help you olive brine I enjoy so I like pickle brine I like pickle brine mm, I have no strong feelings mm. no like in general I under- yeah in general I understand that Chris <laughs> so yes we watched this movie as suggested to us by a supposed alleged real cousin Brett Sontag two-legged bringer of destruction Oh, and Hotland is out, so I will interject. Uh, they played Mega Man. <laughs> That's what we hear. Yeah, I don't. I don't think uh, Brett has ever confirmed nor denied that. <laughs> That's true. I don't blame him. I wouldn't. No, I'd be like, I don't fucking know that guy. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. I don't know what he's on about. Some dude named Hotland. I don't have a cousin named Hotland. What the fuck are you talking about? That doesn't even sound like a real name. It sounds made up as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, uh, Chris, could you tell us how this movie begins sans John Amplis? Well, it begins, like all good movies do, with uh, unsolicited delivery truck drivers. Was it Highlight Delivery? <laughs> yeah. L-I-T-E? And they uh, they have a crate, a literal crate. Not yeah, like it's a like the Mysterious Package Company is delivering something to this dude. <laughs> Yeah. Like, the anything. dude's like dead asleep. 
like the knocking on the door, ringing the doorbell, wakes him up. He looks over. His goldfish looks like it's been dead three days. <laughs> and like he wanders downstairs and like, what? <laughs> Y'all got a smoke? Yeah, he tries to bum a smoke off the delivery guys. Like, we have this delivery. He's like, I don't fucking, I'm not expecting a delivery. Like, I haven't ordered anything more than a pizza, like, in a week. And uh, they're like, well, it's already paid for, so here you go. Have have some free thing. I don't know. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. He's like, fine, put it in the living room. I don't care. Maybe, he's like, maybe it'll be worth something. I think from now on, if I get a knock at my door that I'm not expecting, I'm just going to demand a cigarette. There you go. Yeah, cigarette. You got to smoke. <laughs> this conversation's <laughs> over. Yeah. What if they do have a cigarette, though, Chris? And I can give it to you. I'll smoke it. <laughs> I mean, but then you talk, continue talking to them, or do you just say thanks and shut the door in their face? I would step outside and silently smoke a cigarette with this guy just looking at me, <laughs> and I wouldn't say a fucking another word about it. <laughs> and then you just flick the butt off into the driveway and, like, thanks, and just go back inside. <laughs> yup. <laughs> If nothing else, I know I've got an anecdote that guy's going to tell for the next two days to people. Yeah. He just smoked it, didn't say a fucking word, (laughs) flipped it, and then went back in the house. I just stood there for like six minutes. I don't even fucking understand what happened. Mm. Yep, so they put it inside and then fuck off like delivery guys do. Yeah. Like they do. Even though I've never had a delivery guy put a thing in my house. I've had... Well, I mean, I've had mattresses delivered and had them put in my house. Actually, well, I've had, like, our sectional was delivered. I had them put that together because I have more money than effort. So I paid them to to give me the effort of putting that fucker together. Yeah, I've had giant things delivered, but they always just drop them on my front porch and fuck off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, we had two toilets that I had put in our garage until we could get them installed. Okay, it's good you had a follow up to that because my first question was why did you need two toilets in your garage? <laughs> I don't know, Chris. That's two more toilets than you have in your garage, but you pee in your garage more than I do. Uh, that's that's unsubstantiated. <laughs> oh, it depends. Is your wife listening to this podcast? Yes, Chris does not pee in the garage. That's nothing, none of that happens. I'll have no more of this wild heresy. <laughs> she certainly will not have to tell your mom and Hollanda's mom about it. Tell our moms on us. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the dude uh, takes a hammer and starts opening the crate in the most awkward word po- way possible. Just showing that's why you need a fucking pry bar in your house at all times. Yeah. Because, you know, how else are you going to open mystery crates with them without your pry bar? That's true. What I wouldn't give for a nice wooden crate. I have, I, I actually have gotten deliveries from Mysterious Package Company, but they're like a foot long by like four inches wide by like four inches tall. Like they are not this size of crate that we're talking here because the, the crate this guy gets is like four foot by four foot by four foot or something like it's a big crate it is and uh turns out that it's a television it is a television with like a scorched top yeah and the guy's it's like, like and 
And this is 87, so this is like a freestanding console TV, you know. Like, it is not a flat screen. It is not a projection. It is a CRT, baby. Yeah, it's got knobs and shit. Yep. And uh, the guy's like, I don't even watch TV. I'm a serious author. Yep. And he goes back to writing with his uh, pennant in the, uh, stuck to the fridge for the 1984 Cubs uh, National Championship. Yeah. I and did like the fact that next to his fridge was like nine bottles of liquor and uh, one oh, two fucker. liter of 7-Up. Fucker was drinking Cuddy Sark. Yeah. Yep. You could just tell from the fucking K and the label color. <laughs> I'm like, that's Cuddy Sark right there. I haven't had that since uh, December 31st, 1999. And I didn't drink it intentionally. Someone kept pointing into my glass when I wasn't looking. And I kept drinking. And then I was so drunk that I was amazed that my glass just never got empty and didn't question why that was. It's the future. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the house next door caught fire. Because someone was shooting off fireworks and it bounced off the house into the uh, trash can and lit the trash can on fire, which lit the side of the house on fire. Oh, who's who's our guest today? So Mr. Green is our today's special guest during recording. We've consistently had special guests through the Discord for the last, like, month. <laughs> that is true. Because Yeah, I was a special guest the other day. Yeah, you were a special guest last week. Yeah. And, uh, oh, Mr. Green is giving, is, uh, telling us some movies that he, that they watched. And, uh, I think they'll end up requesting at least one of them. Thank you, Mr. Green. Yeah. So shout out to Mr. Green. Uh, I have placed the, uh, the, the photos in the Patreon channel showing that we are recording. So we have done our due diligence. Yeah. I wasn't going to do it. No, you were not. I'm not going to sully my hands with that. No, I, the, the picture I took, though, was while you were frozen with your eyes shut, so it looked like you were asleep. That's good. <laughs> Can't be any worse than the other ones that get taken. <laughs> no, you looked less angry than usual. Well, uh, we'll fix it next time. Yep. I'll look double, be double angry. angry. <laughs> and so, yeah, so he goes, he's, he's writing, and then the TV turns on. In the other room. Yeah. It shows a film called Zombie Blood Nightmare. Woohoo. That actually is a good zombie, 80s zombie title. Yeah. I would be way more interested in whatever's going on there. Yeah. And he tries to, you know, turn it off. Doesn't work. Unplugs it. Comes back on. You know, spooky TV shit. Yeah. And it doesn't really freak him out too much. He's just like, eh. I guess because he doesn't watch TV, he doesn't know how they work. I guess like, you not. Know, they should just stay off when you turn them off or not turn on when you unplug them. Classic TV, he says to himself. Yeah. He's like, TVs, like, how do magnets work? I don't know. And uh, the TV turns into a smoke machine. Yeah, well, it, for, it falls backwards first, so it is screen side up. Yeah. And then, and turns then into apparently a, smoke a white machine. snake video is playing on it because fucking smoke comes out of it. Yeah, there's a girl in a bikini on a sports car. <laughs> not really. No, not really. It is a zombie climbs out of it. Yeah. And there's like 
<laughs> there are main zombies and ancillary zombies. There are. You have the the dude in the like he just looks like he like it looks like he's a traveling salesman who like burnt to death. Yeah. You got and the bride. Have, the bride. You have another guy who has not earned his name yet, so we will not state his name. Mm-hmm. And then you have Blue Pompadour. Yeah. Not because his pompadour is blue, his skin is blue, and he has a blonde pompadour. Yeah, he's inexplicably a blue zombie, when all the other ones are, like, black and red, gross-looking. Yeah, and I thought the pompadour guy was, a like, a punk chick through most of the movie. So, that's fine. Yeah, it happens. I mean, it does happen. I... I apparently had misgendered him in my own mind, which makes me a terrible person, I guess. Oh, only terrible if you don't do anything about it. I'm not going to apologize for it. I don't think he'd know. I don't think he would either. Unless he's listening to this podcast right now, which what are the chances of that? If you are the guy who is the blue zombie in the video dead and you're listening to this podcast. I'm still not apologizing. Yeah, I hope things are going okay for you, buddy. I yeah. mean, I figure yeah. you got to be in your like late 60s by now. I'm sure you're like swimming in money like Scrooge McDuck style. That's fine. I'm yeah. okay with that. I mean, he's living off them video dead residuals. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we both watched the movie, so that's Oh, wait, no, we watched it on Prime for free. So I guess we don't get any you don't get any residuals for that. Hey, I bet they at least made like a dollar 20 to the production company or whoever owns the rights. Well, I figure that Prime just says, here's like here's like $100,000. We're just going to just let us air this to whoever requests it for the next two years or something. Probably. That's kind of that's how I would handle it, at least. You know, me, the big uh, the big mover and shaker and show business over here. That's what I've always said about you, Troy. Yeah. Yeah. We have Hotlanta and I am, you know, H-Town. Yeah. I mean, I you got to be careful yeah. when you say stuff like that out loud on no, the podcast. I'm still Troy. I yes. am still Troy. <laughs> Backpedal quick. <laughs> yep. Uh, else I'll be known as H Town the rest of my life, which you know, that's not a good. That's not a good look. There's an entire list of things dedicated to the bullshit I've said. So, <laughs> yeah, there is, and that's just only touching the surface. Oh yeah, there's years worth of nonsense that's fallen out of my mouth hole that isn't yeah. in there. <laughs> That I have not gone back listened and listened to and recorded in uh, written form. Because why would you? I, I don't know. I did. I did it for like the first what hundred episodes or some shit. Yeah. I don't know why. That was before we brought on Christian as an intern, and we can't. We yeah. didn't have him do it. Right. <laughs> oh, I was bored at work. Is the what it was. <laughs> I was processing invoices, and I was like, eh, no, no, listening to it. Oh, that's kind of funny. I'll write that down. No, that's funny. I'll write that down. Then I just had a list. And it took me like a week, maybe two, to listen to 100 episodes for some goddamn reason. I don't know. Maybe it was 50 episodes. I think it was 50 episodes. They used to be shorter. Yeah. And then I came on and it just started talking a lot. Yeah. We got our proper Midwest on at that point. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the I'm the James Fairbairn of this podcast. Another thing I've often said about you. <laughs> which no one will get I, well maybe Christian will get but that's about it <laughs> well actually no Matt will get it but because he knows James personally um, 
Yeah, so zombies come out of the TV. Yeah, and uh, bad things happen, presumably. Presumably, but we don't really find out because they cut away. And then the highlight delivery guys show back up because apparently HQ does not have their shit together and gave them the wrong paperwork for this crate. And this crate should have gone to the Center for Occult Studies. Yeah. And uh, when they open, they they go to get it back, but the door's slightly ajar. And they open it up, and Ryder guy well, is like... they have probable cause, you know? I mean, their delivery man can open the door if they have probable cause. Yeah, they smelled, they smelled marijuana, so they went in. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Ryder dude is just chilling with a party hat and an unlit cigarette dead, just standing there. He's got like a yeah, big old gash across his throat. And they're just like, huh. Okay. <laughs> just get back in the van. Uh, yeah, because what else are you going to fucking do? I mean, they're making 1980s minimum wage. So they're like, fuck this. Yeah. And, well, although 1980s minimum wage is worth more than, than 2022 minimum wage. Yeah, they're frighteningly close to the same number. <laughs> yeah, right. With With lots of inflation in between. Inflation. That's not a real thing. That's made up. Uh, I wish. Uh, and then uh, we cut to a woman asleep in a taxi cab with a key in the palm of her hand. Yeah, it is now several months later. Three months later. They've. Uh, That's what the title card said. We learned that uh, the young lady. Let's call her young lady. Zoe. Okay. Although her brother calls her Zoe the entire time because he probably, the actor probably didn't know that Z-O-E is pronounced Zoe. I mean, in fairness, why would he? He's like 16. Right. No, literally 16. <laughs> the actor was literally 16 who played that character. And uh, she's there to set up the house for her parents who are in uh, Saudi, Saudi Arabia. Arabia. Yeah, actually, that um, I have a friend whose parents worked for an oil company in Saudi Arabia when he was in high school, which would have been in the late 80s. <laughs> oh, so by His that logic, this is based on a true story. Yeah, yeah. I'll ask Matt if he ever had a TV that uh, spewed zombies. <laughs> I mean, to be based no, on a true story, just the oil, the the parents of Saudi Arabia and him being a teenager is all we need. Yeah, right. But he went to he. They sent him to boarding school in Switzerland instead of oh, had them set up a had him set up a house for them in Chicago, presumably. I mean, I just assume Chicago because the guy had the the Cubs pennant. Behind him. That's fair enough. Yeah. And uh, we meet up with uh, her and her brother. El, Their El brother, Jefe. who they tease, they tease him walking through the grass. Like, they show his feet, and he's, like, dragging his feet like a damn zombie. And so they're like, oh, it's fake. It's fake out. It's really just her brother, not a zombie. Yeah, he took the shortcut through the woods, I guess, that he knew about since he just moved to town. Yeah. And they eat Van Camp pork and beans and hot dog with hot dogs in it for dinner that night. It was a simpler time. 
Yeah, I, I'd still like pork and beans with hot dogs. And, uh, I ate again it. No, although I did smoke smoke a uh, like four pounds of pork belly today. Uh, it was like sliced already, so I chopped that all up. I'm thinking about pork, throwing that in some pork and beans later. That would be good. Yeah. So I'm trying to think of things to do with it. I'm definitely going to mix some in with some hamburger and make some hamburgers out of that because that's going to be amazing. Oh, that sounds really good, too. Yeah. Sorry, Christian. <laughs> just, you know. Just in general. Yeah, just in general. <laughs> Nothing specific about what no. we just said. No, just generally. Sorry, Christian. Yeah. You're you're an unpaid intern. We can't treat you too well, I guess. Hey. I'm, we'll sully I'm, the uh, the good name of the unpaid intern if we do that. How much do we pay it in zero? Yep. Double it. All right. Double zero. Yeah, fuck it. Triple it. Yeah. That that's that's only fair. So three times yeah. zero. I'm not a I'm not a mathematician, but I'm pretty sure that's fair. Yeah. I mean it's three times as much. Yeah, it's three times at least. Who does who doesn't want to get paid three times as much? Yeah. Uh yeah. And so anyway, uh they go to bed. Or no, they the no. night um well, out of the out of the woods comes. Uh, oh yeah, the blonde girl walking a dog. Yeah, chocolate. Yes, the poodle. Yes, the dog chocolate. I look, Chris remembers. Chris can't remember anyone else's fucking name in this movie, but he remembers the name of the dog. There was a memorable exchange about the dog. <laughs> in fairness, this is true because, um, and the brother like runs into the girl, and he's like, "Oh, hey, it's a, it is a." woman about my age yeah. i'm 16 so obviously i want to have sex with her yeah hi my name is throbbing erection i mean jeff <laughs> and she and so yeah so she's walking chocolate for someone and but the problem is and then chocolate runs off yeah and he's like, oh, it's fine. We'll find the dog. And she's like, no, you don't understand. He likes to find skunks and have try to have sex with them. And then they spray him and he just gets more turned on. <laughs> yeah, a very specific problem that dog has. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, okay, so that dog is reverse Pepe Le Pew. Okay. So, um, they, uh... yeah, so the dog, the dog runs off. Um, we, you, they cut away to the dog meeting, um, the first zombie that came out of the TV and then the two teenagers go looking for the dog and find the dog dead. Yeah. Unsurprisingly. And then they hatch a plan. Well, yes, because she was walking the dog for someone else, like some rich couple. And if the dog, like if, like they think that she killed the dog or allowed the dog to be killed, they were going to send her to like boarding school or something. Reform school. Reform school. That's it, what it was. It was the eighties. That was a thing that existed. I guess. And then, uh, and then, and then the um, the the brothers like, no, wait, we'll tell him that someone threw a ball, and the dog swallowed the ball and we just need to shove a ball down the dead dog's throat to, to prove that it's real. Yeah. Like Jeff, buddy, you're letting your, you're letting your little head run the show right now, bro. Like maybe yeah. not, they'll fall through with that plan. 
No, he was running like on one third blood flow to his brain at that point. Yeah. But it inexplicably works. Yeah. And then he calls her that night and she's and he's like, hey, you know, this is Jeff. You know, we met today and uh, I'm here in my I'm here in my bed. Just chilling. Are you you're in your bed? Oh, what are you? What are you wearing? And she's like, oh, hey, how's it going? Yeah, I'm uh, my dad's bone in the maid. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Wild, <laughs> wild stuff happening over here right now. <laughs> and she just kind of like diverts him so that uh they're not he that so that he can't hit on her anymore and, but then it's like hey i'll see you tomorrow bye well she does reveal that she may or may not have inadvertently blamed him for the dog murder oh that's right yeah <laughs> i i, I could think like i just your name just popped into my head so i said that you're the one who killed the dog yeah they're not super litigious <laughs> yeah and he's like, uh, thanks. But hey, I guess, hey, she was thinking about me. Yeah. 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 And uh, we cut to the next day where Texas man shows up at the house. Mm. Was it? Yeah, like, he's like, my name is man. Texas man. Yeah. You can tell I'm from Texas kept- from the license plate in the hat. Yeah, with the jacked up uh, headlight on his truck and... Like, he hit something at some point. Yeah. But, yeah, like, he introduced himself by his last name and then his first name, last name. Like, yeah. like he's James Bond or something. <laughs> he's the Texas version of James Bond. Yes. And he's like, did you guys get a delivery? He's like, the kid's like, I don't fucking know. Like, we just got here, like, three months ago. I don't know when there was their delivery or not. And the guy's like, you mind if I look around? The kid's like... Yeah, I do. Yeah, more than anything, actually. <laughs> like I'm a teenage boy. You're not. Don't come into this house. That's weird. Yeah. And he uh, warns him that he's looking for the danger TV. Yep. That killed his wife. Yep. Because you know that's what TVs do. Serial TV murderers. Yeah. And Jeff's just like cool and shuts the door in his face. Just fair. That's probably what I do if a guy from Texas showed up at my door and was like, "Hey, man, you got that fucking homicide TV in there? Killed my wife." I'm like, "Yeah." Oh, I hang on a sec. Let me uh, let me go. Uh, shut. No, no, Chris, you're asking for a cigarette. Uh, yeah, one cigarette, please. <laughs> and if he had a cigarette, you would step out onto the stoop with him, smoke I, it, flick it in the driveway, say thanks, and then go back inside yeah. and shut the door. But really, I need to know about this TV and my wife, and I would just take another draw. <laughs> and blow, and blow smoke, smoke right in his face. Right in his face. <laughs> and go. Yeah. <laughs> take another draw. Uh-huh. Hmm. Oh, yeah. TV. Yeah, yeah. I got one of those. <laughs> and yeah. And so then his sister's like, who's that? I don't know. Some crazy dude trying to sell me a TV. I send him on his way. Yeah, just to prove that he was paying zero fucking attention to the conversation that just occurred. Well, he, was, he was a teenage boy, so I totally would believe he would not even fucking remember what he said, what that guy said two minutes ago. Yeah, I don't know. He was going to sell me a TV or something. I don't fucking know. Yeah, Whatever. Yeah, who the fuck cares? And uh, 
But the TV is there, turns out. Funny story. Yep. It's in the attic. Yeah, and he finds he it. Well, he finds it because he's brushing his teeth and then hears, like, the TV in his head calling to him. We've all been there. And there's, like, a lady on the TV calling to him, but then as soon as he gets to the attic, like, the TV turns off. Yeah. And so he just drags it down to his bedroom oh, by himself? A, yeah. Well, I mean, if you had a TV that was seducing you, wouldn't you want it in your bedroom? I mean, that is fair. Save a couple steps, you know? Yeah. I mean, if you're 16, yeah. Yeah, I mean, when I was 16, everything was trying to seduce me. Yeah. At least that's what it's it felt like. like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, and so then that night, the TV turns on, or he turns on the TV, and it's showing him zombie blood massacre, or whatever the fuck the name of that, what blood nightmare. Yeah. Yeah, zombie blood nightmare. And then the lady on the TV shows up again, and she's like, hey, big boy, how's it going? And he's like, what, who, me? Oh, oh. Yeah, and she's like, yes, and then she steps out of the TV. Wearing nothing except for strategically placed hair. Yeah. You can't you can't have nips just flopping around everywhere all willy-nilly. No, especially not when the, you're with the, an underage actor in the same scene with you. <laughs> yeah. Not a great and look. Th- no. So, yeah. So, she approaches him and, like, kisses him. And then... He sits down on the bed and then she descends below frame. Yeah, it's um, it, there's implications, let's say. Yeah, it's it's more implied than in Ghostbusters, but it's still implied. Yeah, you don't get like a uh, goofy Dan Aykroyd fucking O face, but. <laughs> and then uh, she disappears. Yeah. And then he sees her in the TV, and he's all like, hey, man, what happened? We were doing the thing. And then the fucking guy from Too Many Cooks shows up for some reason. <laughs> and, like, just takes her out. And yeah. he's like, what are you, what, what? No, I was going to have sex with her. And the guy's like, I'm the garbage man. I take out the human garbage. And, like, you got to watch out for this TV. It's full of, like, zombies trying to kill people. And he's like. The what? What? <laughs> yeah, it's it's fucking baffling. It's yeah, probably my like, favorite gotta, part of the movie. You gotta see. You gotta like put a mirror over, tape a mirror over the front of this TV so that nothing can get out. And he's like, uh, I still have an erection. What is going on here? <laughs> he absolutely wants at least one person out of that TV. Yep. But then she like shows up and like like when he killed her though like she reveals her Z face. That's true. Yeah. And, and he uh, uh, he freaks out and then does follow through with Garbage Man's advice of, you know, not just uh, murdering people. No, no, murderly murdering people, Chris. Ah. Uh, he yeah, he tapes a mirror over the front of the TV and puts it in the basement. But as we know. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't. It's already too fucking late. Yep. Because the zombies have been out for months just wandering the goddamn woods at this point. Yeah, not killing anybody. 
No, just walking it's around in the woods, just chilling. It's becoming one with nature. Until right now, right? This is the exact second. Yes. When they go to Dog they, Walker's house. Yeah, they break into the the yeah, the dog walker's house and uh take out the um the maid. Yeah. And take out her dad. Well the they take out the maid. Well but the maid fights back and puts the iron like point for like the like you know your clothes iron like point first into one of the dude's head and he is credited as iron head. Yeah. It was a long road, but we got there. Yeah. Also, he's can... choking that maid for what felt like 20 fucking minutes. Yeah, apparently he was a... His backstory was that he was a serial killer who strangled people to death. So that is why he choked her as long and hard as he could. I mean, I guess in fairness, it's more accurate for it to take forever. Yeah, that is true. But then uh, yeah. Dad gets it. Yeah, because he's reading the Wall Street Journal. And he's like, can you believe it? That stock that the so-and-so down at the whatever like suggested to him, you, can you believe where it's at right now? Like, Instead, you made me put the money in the bank. Yeah, it was the 80s. It was all like yeah. junk bonds and cocaine. Um, uh, I did love how there was like an article about IRAs on the front of that Wall Street Journal, though. That made me happy. Doesn't take but much. I I was a finance major in college, Chris. <laughs> I, I like things like IRAs. I'm weird. That's fair. Uh, uh, the, yeah. The zombies head next door and take out uh, the lady. The lady who is following a recipe off of the radio. That just like so they they cut to like it's like hey oh here's how you make this dish and they give you here's the ingredients and then they cut to commercial and they come back like hey and thanks for listening to the recipe next tomorrow we're gonna have this recipe and she's like but 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 <laughs> yeah because at this point she's got like flour and eggs and baking soda in a bowl and that's it they just yeah. fuck off after that und keine Eier. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, yeah, and uh, then she gets attacked by zombies because that's what happens when you don't follow recipes properly off of the radio. <laughs> well, they... Because the fucking bride zombie was hiding in the washer. Mm. That's right. Which is rising up out of it, like... What the like fuck is that even about? Oh, but the bride zombie, we forgot to mention that she took the uh, the maid's wig and like dressing gown and was <laughs> is wearing them now. <laughs> uh, she's Yep. This and fucking movie. And this is when Tex Avery shows back up at the uh the original house. Yeah. And he's like, "Hey, I know we got off on the wrong foot yesterday. What with you not paying any fucking attention to what I said." Oh no, and wait. The like, First dog girl, dog walker girl goes home. Oh yeah. Finds the maid and her dad. It gets Jeff's uh fucking boner sense tingling when she yells. Yeah. And he <laughs> runs for 7 hours I think because it's like the middle of the day and the night when he gets there. <laughs> I mean, he would do anything for love, Chris. 
Uh, he apparently got lost for like six and a half hours because I he think she lives shot. like across the street. I don't know how. Well, the she lives at the took. end of the road. Yeah, I don't yeah, know what trip he took. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he bursts into this active crime scene and says, "Hey, you live with us now." Yeah. I'll take care of you. <laughs> that I mean all the undertones that are implied. Yes. I mean that in every way that I can imagine. <laughs> Which is very limited because I'm 16. Yeah. I don't think he's worried about any IRA she has going right now, if you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Indeed. And that's, yeah, then Tex Avery shows up and the, and the brother's like, Sis, I think you should listen to this dude. Yeah, never and, once mentions that a zombie tried to fillet him, and then the garbage man killed the zombie and told him to tape a fucking mirror over the TV, which he did. <laughs> Doesn't bring it up. Just says, listen no, to this guy. This guy, I'm sure he knows what he's talking about. And so he tells them the rules of the the TV zombies. One, they don't like mirrors because yeah. it reminds them that they are not alive. Uh, yeah. Two, if you want to kill them, you should kill them the way you would kill any normal human because they like to think of themselves as human. So they're going to react as if they were human when you stab them or shoot them or whatever. Yeah. And uh, they follow Dune rules where fear is the mind killer. Yeah. If you show fear, they will they will react to it and hunt you. Uh, if you don't show fear, they they'll act like they're human. Um, also, if you when you kill them, if you leave them outdoors for some unspecified amount of time, they will die. Yeah. Or conversely, you can lock them in a place, and then they'll eat they, themselves and die. Yes. Those also don't feed them after midnight. Yeah, or get them wet. No. And don't or talk, talk about, about Fight, Fight Club. Club. There we go. <laughs> Fucking boner jinx on that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've been doing this My too boner... fucking long. <laughs> My boner jinx sense is tingling. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and so the sister's like, okay, Looney Tunes, uh, you need to leave now. He's like, but they killed my wife. And and the, the, the brother's like, no, no, seriously, sis. And then I think that's when, like, Dog Walker Girl's like, no, seriously. <laughs> yeah. And and she freaks out, you know, from the trauma. Yes. And so they send her upstairs to go take a shower. Yeah. And they nail, like, they glue, like, every mirror they can find to the outside of the door, outside of the house, basically. Well, first, Blue, Blue Pompadour shows up. Well, yeah. And abducts and they, dog walker. Well, no. Well, but they have mirrors on the house by then. Do they? I, I don't fucking remember. Maybe. Anyway, she has the most disturbing toothbrushing sequence that I can remember. Yeah. Like, that's really unsettling. It Because all she's doing is just, like, the same, like, circle motion on her front teeth. Just over and over and over again. It just gets slightly faster every time. And it's just... It's way too long. Like, it is uncomfortably long to watch her do that without cutting away. And she just has, like, a blank face. And you're like, ugh, ugh, ugh. And then she starts, like, and then they cut away for a second and cut back. And then she starts bleeding out of her mouth from her brushing so hard. 
Yeah, also that was like it was a really big toothbrush. Yeah. Yeah. It Ugh. was the whole it thing was, was just that, weird. That was one of the more unsettling parts of this movie, honestly. <laughs> and yeah, that's when Blue Pompadour grabs her. Yeah, it steals her away. Yep. He looks confused because he shows up and then uh she passes out and he's like, "Uh." Yeah, it's like it's like a yeah, again, he doesn't try to eat her. Because she doesn't show fear because she's unconscious. <laughs> yeah, so he's just like, well, you're mine now. Bye. Yeah. And they confront him with a mirror, I think, at some point during that. But, she, and that's, I think, yeah, maybe that's when the sister's like, okay, fine. I guess we could put mirrors on the outside of the doors. Well, yeah, he takes her and goes outside. Sister hears something, goes to look, sees him outside. Casually shuts the door in his face after he's abducted this young woman who's full of trauma. Yeah. And it's like, hey, uh, he stole that girl. Also, I just shut the door on them both. Fuck him. He had no cigarettes. (laughs) And then also, let's put mirrors on the doors, I guess. Yeah, so the plan is to mirror up the door and wait till daytime because it's easier to hunt when you can see. Thanks, Tex. (laughs) And then uh, Tex and El Jefe are going to go hunt down the zombies and save the the girl. Right. And uh, El Jefe uh, decides to use one of those old fucking, like, like bows you would use in gym class. <laughs> like the yeah. plastic ones. Yeah, the thing is probably going to shoot, like, maybe 11 feet if you're lucky. <laughs> And when they draw it, they don't even completely draw it. Like they draw like back like a foot and a half. Like, like you don't even get the arrow like fully to the head. They like go, and I'm like, you people don't know how to shoot bows, do you? <laughs> so they uh they gear up the next morning and head off into the woods. And if they're not back by ten minutes before sundown, old sister Zoe is supposed to take Texas truck and. I don't know. Fucking drive it to a place. Yeah. There's no real plan. Um, There is an argument in the woods between Tex and El Jefe. Because Tex keeps calling him boy. Yeah. And he's like, fine, shit weasel. Cow shit. (laughs) Cow shit. He calls him cow shit. Yeah. Don't call me cow shit. Well, then don't call me boy. (laughs) Yeah. And Tex, to his credit, is like, fair enough. You can call me Mr. Avery, then. My friends call me Tex, but you can call me Mr. Avery, because fuck you. Yep. And And they're, uh... Like, like, fine, you can call me Mr. Hefe, then. Fuck you. They're zombie hunting. Yeah. And they catch one, shoot it with arrows... And, uh, and then Tex has... pulled a chainsaw out of his like military surplus like duffel bag. It's an adorable little chainsaw, though. It's like it's it, you know, when, like they take a spoon and make it really big for a prop. It's like yeah. the opposite of that. They took a chainsaw <laughs> and made it real little. Yeah. And the best part is like fucking Hefe is like, oh yeah, like I love Tex chainsaw mask. I've seen like five times. And then they talk and talk and then then. Uh, and then uh, Tex goes to take it to the zombie. Like, no, no, let me do it. I've seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre six times. 
And I'm like, when did he manage to watch the movie again between like him pulling the chainsaw out of the bag and him trying to use the chainsaw on the zombie? He had the novelization on him. So he just read it real quick. <laughs> it was it wasn't a novelization. It was just an animated flip book. It, it was really just a picture, a still frame of the uh, Leatherface dancing at the end. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so he cuts the zombie up. Hell Hefe does. Yeah, and vomits. Yeah. Because, you know, rat or mice come crawling out of his, uh, it's a uh, thorax. So, yeah. Or abdomen. Abdomen. Yeah. Unless it's an insect, it might be. No, uh, no, uh, it was his abdomen. Yeah. And mice come crawling out, and it probably smells real bad. So, I uh, definitely smells bad. Yeah. And so he throws up, and then Tex is like, that's okay, buddy. It happens to all of us. Yeah, we've all vomited after we cut a zombie in half. Yeah, but good job on the cutting, though. Yeah, good form. Pop, pop marks. They uh, hatch a plan to get the zombies right. to come out. Because <laughs> there's some uh, there's some cabin that they know about, which we don't know how they know about it because they've lived in the area for all of two days yeah like 36 hours maybe tops like yep and uh the plan is tex is gonna do a hoist el jefe up in a makeshift harness and dangle him from the uh canopy of the forest to lure out the zombies and then he's question mark question mark question mark profit he's gonna bow and arrow them to death yeah and uh El Jefe is like, hey, this plan at best is terrible. And Texas like, yeah, but what are you going to do? How about you give me the, the chainsaw? Yeah. I'll take it. I'll take a chainsaw. And he's like, okay, fine. I can't shoot a chainsaw at them with this bow, so I guess. So they uh, dangle him in his harness. His Swiss seat. Uh, the plan inexplicably works. <laughs> Yes, he rolled well for that one. Um, I don't remember why Tex falls asleep or is rendered unconscious somehow. I think he just gets bored. That's fair. I was also bored at this point. <laughs> Only this point? <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> and uh, the zombies all grab big sticks and start poking at El Jefe <laughs> in this harness. Yeah. Which is fucking... <laughs> so stupid, but I loved every second of it for some reason. Because uh, it was so dumb, and it was the most exciting thing to have happened so far. And he's just waving a chainsaw at him as they're poking him with sticks. <laughs> and I reevaluate my life decisions that have got me to this point. <laughs> yep. Oh, man, it was like midnight last night, and I was watching this going, why, why am I still awake? I'm what? so confused. I should go to sleep. This isn't worth it. I can watch it in the morning or something. And uh, he takes a couple of them, or hacks a couple of them up a little bit. The bride manages to get the chainsaw from him by a well-placed stick strike. Yes. And now the bride has a chainsaw, which no brides should have chainsaws. I think we all can agree with that. Yeah, I mean, they usually just clash with the dress, if nothing else. Yeah, you really gotta have good planning in advance to make sure the chainsaw matches the rest of the theme. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, because like still orange is not uh is not a uh, a color that most brides include in their uh in their bridal colors. Yeah. Or is it steel? Still steel? S T I H L. Yeah. Uh and uh El Jefe is freaking out because Tex is asleep or passed out or whatever the fuck happened to him. Help! Help me! I'm a teenage boy! (laughs) Yeah. It, for some reason, takes Tex 12 minutes to get up and do something about anything. I'm pretty sure Tex was, like, liquored up at that point. I was liquored up at that point. I was, too. Oddly enough, I was four ginglings in at that point. (laughs) Yeah, I, I think I was... Three beers. Let's call it three. Yeah. Yeah. I was four beers in at that point. And Tex finally wakes up and starts shooting arrows at the zombies. Yeah. They managed to. Uh, I don't know. They stopped the zombies they de- somehow. They decapitate one of them. Was it the bride or the traveling salesman one well tex stops the initial assault he gets el jefe down tex gets got right um el jefe runs into the cabin bride with chainsaw now has chased him into cabin uh mm-hmm. gets him in the guts the gutty oh, but works. he also finds uh april the dog walker in the cabin as well yeah all eviscerated and whatnot and so forth yeah which Tex never fucking noticed, apparently. He was asleep. And drunk. And drunk and asleep. I, that That's the only explanation is the rest of that giant like army surplus duffel, other than Chainsaw, was liquor. Oh, they, he had the stack of books, which was like like How to Kill, Volume 1. <laughs> like, <laughs> Time Life books, zombies. <laughs> oh, it was, one was like How to Kill, one was like basic guerrilla tactics, and then a Bible. He is from Texas, th- so that tracks. And then all liquor after yeah, that. Yeah, it was mostly booze, a bow and arrow, and three books. Yeah. And like this is like the duffel that they give you to take all of your life belongings in when you go into the army. Yeah. yeah. So it's like practically like full person sized. It's people sized. Yeah. Only it was all liquor all the way down. Like most people are. Yeah, well, at least if they're making this podcast, they are. True. So, like, Romeo and Juliet, uh, El Jefe, and the dog walker die holding hands or whatever. They both die. Yeah, but not before uh, El Jefe manages to lop off the bride's head. Yes. With, like, I don't know, a hatchet or something. I don't know. Uh, oh yeah, because he cut off someone's arm with a hatchet too, didn't he? Probably. Oh, someone pulled a hatchet out of a fucking toolbox in this movie, <laughs> and I was like, "Who the fuck stores a hatchet in a toolbox?" Yeah, that belongs on a hook on a pegboard in your garage. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, this just seems like a really good way to hack up your hand, also to take up a ton of space in your toolbox. Right. So, uh, yeah, I think he like, like, fucking, like, takes her head clean off in one shot with that hatchet. Yeah, well, he's chock full of chainsaw and the gutty works fucking power, so he could do it in yeah. one shot. All that adrenaline. <laughs> also, her neck was probably fairly rotten at that point. Yeah. 
So we uh so, we we cut back to Zoe, or Zoe, yep. depending. Depending on if you pronounce it properly or not. I refuse. Uh, uh, that's unsurprising to me, Chris. It's on brand. Yeah. And uh, Zoe is writing a letter saying how she's going to go get help. Oh, yeah. She writes a brother to, uh, letter to El Jefe saying, hey, I'm going to get help. If I'm not here when you get back. Uh, wait longer. Wait longer because, duh. Yeah. I, and I'm not 100% sure where she's going to get help for this specific scenario. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Institute for paranormal studies or whatever i guess i don't fucking yeah. know where she's going yeah, center for occult studies that they mentioned earlier yeah but uh before she can leave the zombies are at the door because apparently they came back there for reasons yeah and it's like not just the ones left like the traveling salesman and Ironhead. like the bride shows up yeah like, carrying her own head all the zombies carry- are there all your favorites yeah, like the one that got cut in half, just dragging his torso along on his hands, like you do. Like you when do. When he ain't got no legs. Uh, Suddenly. She remembers the wise words of her sensei. Tex Avery. To, uh, you know, act like they're just regular people. Yeah. Show no fear. Yeah. Strike first. No yes. mercy. Other things from the Karate Kid. <laughs> or Cobra Kai. Depending it's the on same how thing. Old you are. Depending on how old you are. If you're yeah. young, you probably saw Cobra Kai first. Oh, I'm which old. Which is weird to me. <laughs> Could you imagine watching Cobra Kai first and trying to understand what the fuck is going on? Who's Daniel Russo? Yeah. Why are they implying I should understand his character and his motivations? Yeah, why is he such a dipshit? He seems to like cars. I wonder if there's a reason yeah. for that. Yeah. Oh, that show, though, is totally just pro wrestling, only karate instead. Yeah, I watch it really just for the last episode in the season where everything goes completely off the fucking rails. Well, there's usually, so usually there's like some big karate battle somewhere midway through the season. And then there's the fallout from that, and then there's the tournament usually at the end of the season to where people like karate out their problems. Hey, remember Which, they had a karate fight at that Christmas party at that guy's house? That was fucking dumb. <laughs> I really what in school? They just had a karate battle in school. <laughs> they crippled a guy. Yeah, it was fucking wild. <laughs> Oh, there's still a season left. I'm so excited because that show is so garbage, but I love it so much. Anybody knows it's garbage. Like, that's the thing. That show knows exactly what it is and just leans into it and says, fine, we're for it. It's a fucking ridiculous premise. Fine. We're going to be fucking ridiculous. We're going to karate fight at the school because fuck you. That's why. Yeah. And then the whole next season, it's going to be like, everyone's going to be like, on alert for karate antics. <laughs> I just, I can't even imagine a scenario where I'm on high alert for karate based <laughs> antics. Like that's right. just so fucking great. <laughs> uh, they're lucky they didn't have a karate battle in the hospital to like somehow save the crippled guy's life. 
They 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 all shrunk down, fucking inner space style, and karate battled the, the, inside of him yeah. to save him. It turns no no. It turns out that fifth season, one of them has cancer, so they get shrunk down to cell size to karate fight cancer to save this person's life. Dude, I would give that simultaneously five stars and zero stars. <laughs> right. And I would never be okay with it. The cognitive dissonance that would give me. Uh, that's the kind of bullshit that that show is, and I love it. <laughs> mm. However, we're not talking about Cobra Kai. We're talking about the video dead. Yeah. So anyway, uh, like like any good host or hostess, she invites them in for a delicious meal of canned beef stew. Man, Dinty Moore beef stew. It's terrible. Yeah. I, I liked the there was there used to be an Aldi's brand in the nineties called Dine Fine that had beef stew that was simultaneously way better but way more garbage than Dinty Moore is. That's like, all of was, all it, these offerings. Yeah, but it was it was way tastier than fucking Dinty Moore. I was like, because I used to buy I tried this like Dine Fine beef stew. I was like, oh hey, this shit's pretty good. And as a teenager, you know, I could eat like a fucking entire can as a snack when I got home and then eat dinner an hour and a half later. And, and when I say a can of beef stew, I mean a can of beef stew and a stack of crackers. And uh, that was my snack when I got home from, from school. Just a nice and light an hour snack. And a, half, hmm? a nice light snack. Yeah, and then an hour and a half later, I would eat dinner. <laughs> Just and a real quick 4,000 calories. <laughs> yep, and I fucking couldn't get put on weight if I wanted to at that age. Uh but yeah, and that and it was, and I tried that. I was like, oh, that's pretty good stuff. I like this. I tried Dinty Moore, and I was like, this is both higher quality and tastes worse. So fuck that. <laughs> but anyway, she serves them Dinty Moore beef stew. Yeah, they become cross because she did not offer them uh, any drinks. Nope, but she does instead offer them dancing. Yeah, because she goes off. For reasons, Blue Pompadour catches her, and she's all, uh, sees he gets spooked by the mirror on the basement door. Yeah. Covers it up, and goes into the living room, where they're all mingling, looking at the dance book. Yes. And she's like, oh, you like dancing? I have dancing. It's in my basement. Where all good dancing takes place. Yes. (laughs) And, uh... Yeah, so she leads them downstairs, and she's like, and here, look, here is a record player. You use this for when you do the dancing. And she's like, but oh, oh no. I'm sorry, she's from Chicago. Oh, I left the the records upstairs. Yep. And, And then so she goes to head upstairs, but then one of the zombies is like, which translates to, hey, there's a record right here. What do you think you're doing? Yeah, but she manages to get upstairs. Yep, and shut the door on them with yeah. the mirror uncovered now. Yeah, and they go up the stairs but see the mirror and they're like, well, no they're going dead. that way, I guess. Ah, that reminds me that I'm dead. I'm going to look away now, which uh, I guess is probably social commentary somehow. Yeah, and remember remember the rules earlier about trapping them? Don't feed them water. 
Yeah, don't feed after them midnight. water after midnight. Yeah. Uh, turns out the whole eating each other thing happens almost immediately once the door shut. Well, one of them just starts, Iron Head just starts swelling up for some goddamn reason. Yeah, the TV turns into a smoke machine again. Yep. And then they and just then, eat each other into non-existence, slash, right. or absorb back into the TV? Yes. It's unclear. It, it, well, it was smoky. You couldn't see what was going on. Yeah, it was intentionally unclear. Yep. That's and, the title of your... Your uh, biographic, your biography, Chris. Yeah, it's mostly lies. Or is it? It's intentionally unclear. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, and so then she tapes a mirror over the the TV, presumably. Yeah, and then she uh, freaks out. She has a psycho Billy freakout. And then we cut to the future Hellraiser two. Yeah. Oddly enough, <laughs> it's uh, the first thing that popped in my head when I saw that she was in like a uh, a, a mental hospital. It's like, oh, Hellraiser two. Yeah, well, it's better than the one movie we watched where the mental hospital was just some like literal abandoned building. I forget what it was. It was somewhat recently, but it was a mental hospital with clearly like water damaged drop ceiling tiles and shit. Like. And, but people were in it, like yeah. where they're talking, like the, like the Ganjam one, where they were. No, no, this this oh, was okay. supposed to be like a functioning. It had a, the detective kid in it. The detective kid. Yeah, he was a detective for the police, but he looked like he was every oh. bit of nineteen. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The one with the the serial killer in the woods. Yeah, whatever trash fucking nonsense that was. God damn it! I'll look that up while you keep talking. And uh. Her parents have come back from Saudi Arabia. Yep, like parents do. Yeah, I know my parents often came back from Saudi Arabia. I mean, my friend Matt's parents did come back from Saudi Arabia. True. Yep. And uh, they decide in order to make their daughter feel more comfortable in her current situation, they are going to get the banged up fucking TV out of the basement. Which, you Camp know... Camp Blood. Yeah, that was a bad movie. Camp Blood, yes. Although, yeah, that was the movie. I was like, I'll watch the second one to see if it gets any better. No, it doesn't. There's only, like, 12 of them. Right? I'm, I'm glad you guys talked me out of buying that while we were recording the podcast. I'm also glad that we did. Yeah. However, it's... I did buy... Uh, I was playing a role-playing game on Friday night when Chris alerted me that uh, his daughter released an album and I bought a CD of it. Yeah. Yeah. So if you go to Bandcamp and look up Jane's Dysphoria, you too can buy the digital or physical versions of it. I recommend it. Yeah. It well, I mean, a, I'm, I'm wildly a, biased on that stance, but... Yeah, Chris is wildly biased. I am mostly biased. Just because uh, she did a she did the song Slaughterhouse Princess that you get when you ask your echo for Slaughterhouse Princess now. True. She co-opted us. Also, does uh, the title variant you will hear from time to time for the podcast? Yes. But uh, the TV is dropped off and it starts playing 
zombie blood nightmare, except for El Jefe is in there now. Yeah, and she screams. Yeah, and then, you know, it's over now, because yeah. that's, yeah. yeah, what do you want? The end. The end. I, I want you, Chris, to tell me what you thought about this movie. You know, it sure seems like a thing I would be into. It's bad. It's got some really bizarre ideas in it. I think the issue with this movie is we have both watched it by ourselves. Yes. I think this movie would be infinitely more fun to watch if you had a couple of folks around, a couple of drinks, and you can holler about the nonsense that's occurring. Otherwise, you're just by yourself going, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep, so they're doing that now. Okay. Uh, they're hitting him with sticks? I don't... What's the end game <laughs> on that, exactly? I, I want I want them to hit them with sticks, generally. Is candy going to come out of him? What's the point? I don't understand. If we're lucky. It's... It's just... It's meh. I... I don't actively dislike it, but I don't really recommend it. I mean, that is fair. If you've got some kind of checklist you're trying to complete that this somehow is part of, then go ahead and check it off. I mean, I didn't pay for it at least. Directly. I indirectly paid for it, but I mean, there there's some goofy shit. The thing about the dog and the skunk is hilarious. Yeah, that was the best part of the movie. Uh, the I don't know. The guy from Too Many Cooks showing up was pretty good. Yeah, the garbage man. Yeah, I liked him a lot. I am the window viper. <laughs> yeah, i say you could probably pass on this one unless you're just looking for something to goof on with a couple of buddies. You're not missing much. What do you think, Troy? Uh, to back you up, Chris, I had way more fun talking about this movie than I had watching this movie. I so will agree. I felt like I was coming around a little bit as we discussed it. <laughs> then I realized, no, it's just more fun to rag on this movie than it is to watch this movie. So, yeah. Um, yeah. This get some buy a fucking like 20, like a 30. Go to Costco. Get a 36 pack of whatever lager is your choice. Kirkland's best lager. Get like three or four buddies. Sit down, start drinking beers and watch this movie and you can finish the the beers and this movie at about the same time. And you will have more fun than either Chris or I did watching this movie by ourselves. Uh, so other than that, don't watch this movie. It's not real good. There's there's nothing interesting about it. Like there's there's nothing special. It's just it's a it's a zombie movie. Um and it's not a great one. It it maybe there's some social commentary in there about like us not wanting to like see our own flaws with the mirror or but I don't know. It's if there is, it's not very well done. So yeah, I generally skip it unless you want to have a party and then put it on and have fun making fun of it. So uh Chris, if uh what are we watching next week that hopefully we won't have to make fun of? Uh we are watching Vivid. Apparently, it's also known as Wonderland. Yeah, I suggested this one. This Usually, I suggest movies I enjoy. I did not enjoy this movie. There was one specific reason I suggested this movie, and we will reveal that 
on the podcast next week. Um, but it is due to the credits, not due to the movie itself. Yeah, I mean, not to get into spoilers, it doesn't help anything. It it actively makes it worse. Yeah, I was like, why is the movie so bad? Oh, that's one of the reasons. <laughs> yeah, it certainly didn't help. No. So I apologize in advance. At one spoiling that I'm going to tell you, don't watch this movie. But uh, also, I apologize to Chris and Hotland in advance for making them watch this movie. I mean, to be fair, I did say we should watch Veronica. That is true. And Hotland has just recommended shit movies to us a whole bunch. Yeah, also, to be fair, to be fair, to I be knew fair. that was going to be bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, there, I, I had no no expectations that was going to be anything but bad. It was way worse than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> and also, to be fair... To be fair... Uh, Hotlanta has just never fucking apologized for making us watch the shit he's made us watch. He, he actively acts like he never brought it up sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Who the fuck recommended this movie? Why are we watching this? You did, Hotlanta. Fuck I did. <laughs> that has literally happened probably... 30% of the time. <laughs> so what if other people want to recommend a movie and act like they never did? How would they do that? Well, uh, it, I mean, if they do it on Facebook, I'm going to have receipts. Uh, but also, if you send us an e- email at uh, podcast at gmail.com, or if you tweet at us, at slaughterprince, which is Slaughter Princess, no vowels and princess, or go to our Discord and go to the hashtag movie request channel. Uh, and our Discord being at discord.slarchpencils.com, where we will have record, electronic record of you requesting it. But hey, you'll have requested a movie. And that's awesome. In fact, Mr. Green and Kylie requested movies during this episode. I've already added them to the list. Yeah, you can tell by the beep noises. <laughs> So yeah, please request the movies uh, through one of, or you can go to r slash shp podcast and request a movie there. Uh, so that that would all be fantastic. Otherwise, if you want to like listen to us in some other way than you are currently doing, so you can go to just about any podcast aggregator anywhere, including iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Podbean, uh, any fucking thing else. And if you need to know what the uh what the address is for the uh the feed for our podcast you can go to slarchmentis.com where you can find links to our store at store.slarchmentis.com or our patreon at patreon.slarchmentis.com and our patrons get such benefits as having pictures of us put into the patreon channel of the discord every episode for some reason yeah that's worth money yeah someone and maybe one day we'll finish this special project. I don't know. I kind of hope we do, but I feel like there's not a lot of momentum. So I, yeah. will, I will hope it is done. But, you know, if not, I'm sorry. And we'll come up. We, I know Chris has another idea to, I, uh, I do. To, reward our, to reward our patrons and hopefully he will work on at some point. Yes. Yes. And, but we need to test some things first. So we will test that at some point and then reach out to our patrons about something special. Uh, so if you want something special from us, give us money. Yeah. Give us money. Yeah. And, uh, I think that's everything. 
Yeah, so come back next time for Vivid and or Wonderland. And while their podcasts think about movies, we'll drink about movies. Bye. There's your outro. Oh, that, no, that's certainly not the outro. <laughs> Man. Uh, I wish I could choose the outro now. <laughs>